Hi, you're listening to Pink Space Dream with Beck. Thank you so much for tuning in. It has been a while since I've recorded. I told myself I was going to take a break in November. I have a big exam coming up in a few days, so I took the past couple weeks to study and balance that studying with work, and um, a lot has happened. So I've just, I missed recording, and I've had a couple epiphanies and a couple of struggles, so I thought it'd be nice to take an episode to do some catch-up. We're just going to go ahead and jump right into 50 Ways to Take a Break. We're going to talk about number four tonight, call a friend. And this is some of the context of why I'm recording tonight. So I thought it'd be appropriate to lead with this. And let's just go ahead and get up to speed. So it is Saturday. Well, actually Sunday now. It's almost one o'clock. And it is the day after Thanksgiving break has just started. And on Friday, a lot of good feelings were going around at work. Everyone was ready to have some time off, and everyone really deserves it. Um, We've all been working really hard. Uh, Me, however, I was excited for break to come so I could do more work. And that's exactly what I spent my Saturday doing. So, well, number one, I stayed on Friday till like 10 o'clock. I don't know why I would do that to myself. Really, like I was, um, I was doing some like emails and stuff until like five and then uh, my co-teacher left and I wanted to leave. Um, I just couldn't bring myself to do it. I just felt like there was so much more to be done. So I rearranged my whole classroom and I just started moving furniture around and setting up Christmas. Um, I forgot. Um, I want the room to be like Christmas magic when the kids come back in December. So that was part of it. Um, I I wanted to just leave that little surprise for them. But really, I just ended up rearranging everything until about 10 o'clock at night, and I finally left. And then I woke up this morning at like 12.30, and I was like, wow, I slept in. I feel great. So first thing I did was I got ready, and I went to the coffee shop where my friend just got hired as a barista. And so it was it was really nice. I just sat down and I worked on my laptop all day. Um, I really worked until they closed. Um, I felt so bad, but I was really utilizing my time in there to be productive and stay on task. And I was really working till that last second of eight o'clock. Like <laughs> I felt so bad because they were closing up and I was trying to like pack all my stuff up and leave, but send out like one or two last emails. Um, But the thing is, I came home and I just kind of sat on my bed and didn't really know what to do with myself. Um, And and maybe it was the coffee, but I just kind of got really jittery and I just wasn't feeling like myself. So I just kind of like laid down on my bed, like fully dressed and some context. I don't think outside clothes belong on the bed or in the bed for sure, but on the bed, like it still kind of grosses me out. But today I just, I was so exhausted. I just laid down and, and just kind of stared off. Um, so what I did though was, um, 
and this is different from other times I felt like this where I texted my friend Rhiannon and I was like, hey, are you, like, are you busy? And she'd ask me, like, no, why? And so I gave her a heads up, like, I wasn't feeling like myself. And pobrecita, she was in the middle of a movie but took the time to, like, call me. And, oh my gosh, it just, it was just a really, it was just a really nice talk. I just told her I needed a distraction. So we haven't had the chance to catch up in a while. So we did that. And finally, when I was, like, fully, like, calmed down, I just kind of told her, like, what was going on. Just the fact that I'm, like, overworking myself. And no one's asking me to do this. I'm, it is totally of my own accord. And, um... It was nice for her to just listen and, you know, uh, and just kind of offer her insight. If you know me, you know I love to celebrate the small victories. So one of the things that Rhiannon had told me was, at least you reached out. And it's true because a year ago I would not have reached out. I've even talked about it recently on the podcast. If I feel like I should be responsible for the answer, I'm I'm not going to ask for help. And it's something that I've, I'm trying to work on. So, hey, baby steps, right? Yay. Um, <laughs> a small gay, but nonetheless. So that was, that was really comforting to hear. And another thing she told me was that it's just a rut. I'm going to get through it. I always get through it. And that was also kind of eye-opening because I didn't realize I was in a rut until she kind of brought it up. Because... I'm seeing myself as working and I'm loving work, but I'm throwing myself into it um, to, dis- I don't know, maybe distract myself or just kind of not have to juggle other things or, I don't know, I don't know. Or maybe I'm just being really hard on myself and, and if I'm not working, I feel like I'm not doing everything I'm supposed to be. But my body has lately has just been giving me all these signals that I'm tired but because my mind can keep going, or maybe it can't and I'm pushing it, but because I feel like to some extent I can keep going, I will go until I have nothing left. But I really don't want to, I probably shouldn't get to that point, because if I have nothing left, then I'm not doing right by my coworkers or the students or even my friends that are rooting me on. So that was also something interesting. And Rhiannon was telling me, like, if my body's giving me these signs, listen. And it's, that's kind of also interesting because I was having dinner with Marcos and his parents the other night and his mom was telling me something similar. And it wasn't, I don't think it was necessarily a, about me. I think we were talking about something else, but it definitely relates. She was telling me that, um, she and she's into a lot of like self-development and like self-help books so she's like really well read and I really admire that about her and she was telling me one something she had maybe read recently was saying that one thing that'll change the way you treat your body is if you refer to your body as with pronouns as not as myself because it's easy to be mean to myself but if I think of my body as like a friend like she or they like if my body is somebody else, I'm going to want to do, like a friend, right? My best friend, even. 
I'm going to want to do everything I can to make sure my best friend, my body is healthy and and she's doing well and she's beautiful. Oh, we were talking about self-esteem. Oh, well, isn't that on the nose? Um, (laughs) So maybe that's another perspective that I can take on to make sure that I'm not um, overworking myself till I'm literally nothing. (laughs) So that would be, that, that, that might help. And, um, yeah, it was just a really nice talk with Rhiannon, and one of the things that she had brought up in order uh, to take a break, she was asking me, what are the things that have helped you lately, or what are you happiest doing? That's how she phrased it. She said, what are you happiest doing lately? And the first thing I thought of, oh, I love making playlists. Um, I actually did a lot of self-care, I guess, last Sunday. I was... Uh, kind of feeling a little burnt out with work so I took a little break I I took a break y'all and I rearranged a lot of my playlists I did some purging some housekeeping it was fantastic I'm really liking my playlists and I've been so feeling the music lately um I know sometimes when I have really high anxiety the music won't sound the same and I'll hate everything or skip everything or I I just struggle to find the right song. But no, I I guess that's another good sign too that I'm doing something right because maybe because I set that time aside for myself, I was able to turn my playlist into a labor of love and something that that I was able to take with me to work throughout the week and it just felt so good. <laughs> and Rihanna was like 100% supportive. She loves playlists, uh, making playlists just as much as I do. It's something we geek out over. So it was nice that she understood that part of my headspace. Uh, the next thing I thought of, and this was the big one, um, and I didn't realize it right away. I told her, I love recording my podcast, you know, despite that probably no one listens, but it's like, it's it just, there's something about, me being alone with a mic and being able to express myself like I really just love this form of like self-expression and I, it's just so much easier than having to sit down tidy my room and like journal because I don't know I, I'll scratch things out I like to backtrack a lot but recording I don't know I just there's just something about it that just really like I just feel so much better after I do it. And I had expressed to her, like, I told myself I was taking November off. Like, and as much as I want to record, I don't know if I'm in the right headspace right now. And she she asked, she was like, but it helps you, doesn't it? And I told her, yeah, it, it helps. It, it's, it makes me so happy. And I just... I think I went on a good, like, five minutes just talking about how much I love it. And she said, maybe that's what you need to do. Even if you're not in the be- best headspace, like, you're at least you're expressing yourself. And it's basically just another form of journaling. And, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad she saw it that way. And so we talked it through. And so she had told me, like, why don't you get a candle, set up, you know, like, have a nice, like, hot ramen, shower, do what you need to, like, 
do something to like take care of your mind so you're creating that safe space when I'm recording and it was just it was like a light bulb went off like like when I record I feel like I'm in a safe space like I do things to improve my atmosphere and I'm doing all the little self-care things and I'm doing this with this with this mindfulness that I'm going to go forth and I'm going to record a podcast that is putting good out into the world and even if nobody listens to it it's sorting out a lot of the good in my head and something about that just feels so rewarding I think that's the right word um (laughs) I just I just I've been one I've been I've missed recording I really have and I'm just so thankful that I was able to call her tonight and she was able to talk me talk me into this and giving me the push I needed and helping me you know distract me help me process whatever all the things she just she does all the things and I've just I I really appreciate having a friend like that that I can call so call a friend it is incredibly beneficial and um you know another time I had called a friend recently was maybe not even a week ago I think during the week I was like in a funky headspace and so I think oh man did I ask to call I don't know basically um oh I remember I was just expressing some frustrations to my friend Alyssa and it was so nice of her she was like do you want to get on zoom and so we got on zoom and I told her what was up and we just I don't know it's like it was comforting because I don't think we've ever video called or at least not in a very long time. So being able to see her because she's out of town right now, it just, it just kind of, it was just what I needed, you know, like at work, like I, I'm still new. I'm still making friends. Um, I like the friends that I've made so far, but, um, at home, like I, like, like I said, I'm just, throwing myself into work and I don't I don't find the time for my friends anymore or like it's hard for us to check up on each other when so much is going on we're accomplishing school and work in the middle of a pandemic and we had just had a crazy crazy election and there's just feelings everywhere everyone just has big feelings and I haven't found a safe space to express mine or at least I thought I hadn't but I'm telling you, calling a friend really helped, and this one, this, I rate this one, I don't know if I'm doing ratings, but I'm rating this one, like, 10 out of 10, fantastic, please do it, you will be surprised by the people that have your back, or the people that think about you, or when people share how they see you, it's just, (sighs) I don't know, like, for me, everything's really tied to my faith, like, I'm just so, I feel, I always feel, just feel so blessed and amazed at the people that God has put in my life and has there for me as a lifeline. <laughs> and so speaking of that, that kind of leads into the reflection that I want to do tonight. So I made this joke on my story last week where I was explaining what my life has become lately and just the montage that I've been living the past few weeks. So get this. Every morning I start out with a Starbucks 
it's convenient, it's on my way to work, um, but the, there's this lady with, like, dyed red hair and a blinged out mask, and she's so sweet, she always, like, goes out of her way to say, hi, Rebecca, and, or, like, have a good day at work, and it's just the sweetest thing, so that's how I start my morning, and then the next part of the montage, I'm, like, in the classroom doing my thing, feeling good, and then the next part of my montage, I'm in the lunchroom and they're playing next door like or in the cafeteria next door like savage love and it's like blasting and I'm like all right I can get down with this the kids like it and sometimes they'll sing it on karaoke it's really adorable and then the next part of the montage I am staying at work late lesson planning and I got a good flow going I'm feeling good and then the next part of the montage I'm looking for a playlist to drive home to Lately, I've been listening to, like, angsty middle school stuff more than I should. Oosh. So, <laughs> so just kind of picture that in your head. And then, next shot, I'm, like, laying down in bed, calling Marcos, and just falling asleep um, pretty early. And then it starts over the next day. And the next day. And then it progressively gets worse and worse. So, by the end of the week, I go through the same things, like, I walk into Starbucks, but I'm like an hour earlier than usual because I am having trouble sleeping at night. And then I'm teaching, but I just mentally just feel a little wonky. And they're playing Savage Love again at lunch. And like, imagine, uh, I don't know if, if anybody would get this. Um, So on YouTube, whenever Redbone first came out and they were all these edits of like oh Redbone from the next room and <laughs> it was like that like it was like uh drowned out like that but it was savage love in the lunchroom like <laughs> that's that it was just so imagine this whole montage like set to savage love by Jason Derulo but like drowned out but the kids bob version too I forgot <laughs> and then um, the next shot, I'm, like, staying late at work, lesson planning, and my brain is, like, fried. I, I, like, cannot function in full sentences anymore. And then the next shot, I'm, like, driving home in my car, and it's all fast-paced. It's, like, one-second shots at this point. I'm, like, driving, screaming the lyrics in my car. And then I'm, like, next shot I'm like in bed like trying to call Marcos and then as soon as he picks up I fall asleep that's that 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 was my life the past couple weeks I mean it still kind of is but really that was kind of what was going in my head and I think that that is a true testament that yes I was definitely in a rut um at some point I just felt like something was missing and something's been missing for a long time now because I know I, I started this podcast, what, like early October and some of the episodes I've been talking about self-care things that I'm doing and and they help. Um, but there is something that just isn't where it isn't. I'm trying to figure out the best way to phrase this. Excuse me. Something major has been missing in my life to where it's gotten me feeling out of whack I'll I do self-care things and it's nice it makes me feel good in the moment 
maybe even a day or two after, but it doesn't fulfill. It is not, no no self-care thing that I do has been like projecting me to towards like fulfillment towards I don't know towards being my best self it's like these are like little supports ooh ooh um I'm trying to think of an analogy like I can't walk like if I if like right now like I just I'm, I feel like exhausted to her like I feel like there's something missing to where I can't walk right. And the supports, like the self-care things that I'm doing are like, well, here are some better shoes. But that's not really helping me. It's nice. And if I could walk, this would be great. Um, It's like I'll get like new socks. And I'm like, this is great, but it's not really helping me walk. Or I'll get like, I don't know, just things that, Oh, like like a treadmill. That's nice, but the point is my legs aren't moving. There is something missing in my life that I've I just haven't been able to put my finger on it until maybe 2 weeks ago. I realized I'm not taking care of my spirit. That's been something major that gets me through these ruts and since I guess everything shut down in March due to the the COVID cases. I have not been the same. And I really think that's where most of my issues are, are stemming from. So if you're not a person of faith, that's totally okay. You are still invited to um, learn about this part of my life. Um, but if this topic makes you uncomfortable in any way, like, I, I totally respect that. I'll see you in the next episode. Um, but I, I'd like to just kind of do a deep dive on this epiphany that I had because it was a major one. So just kind of some, some background and some context. Um, this year, one of the things I set out to do was to, um, every mass, every Sunday, do some like journaling reflections uh, based on the readings for that week. And I even have this awesome journal and it's uh, called Every Sacred Sunday. And this book follows the Catholic readings for every Sunday and every holy day of obligation. And um, it's, it's, (laughs) I love it. I really do. It's really great. And so it has these like journaling pages for me to fill out and prayer intentions. And it just walks me through the whole liturgical year. And oh my gosh, like it it was just the best part of my year, really. Um, But then once they stopped having masses in person, everything moved online. So I was able to do online mass for a few weeks and oh I explained that wrong. Sorry. So first, masses shut down and we were excused. Or like, uh, I believe the Pope had, had declared that we'd be excused if we couldn't make it. So then virtual masses started. And I was, I attended a few of those, but it was just very like sporadic. Um, and it just stunk because I just, it was just the perfect disaster, I think 
for this pandemic to happen because the Pope, like, was excusing people and or was excusing Catholics from having to attend in person. And this was before all the churches had virtual up and running. Mine, fortunately, was able to do it sooner than, than a lot of ch- other churches. So it was a very confusing time. <laughs> but um, it was also just, like, I feel like the devil was just like, oh, yes, like, this is, this is, there's going to be so much, like, disinterest and apathy and reading that, um, you know, where I'm going to be longing for the church, and I was longing for the church, but I didn't put my best foot forward or whatever, and I think a lot of uh, Catholics are going to remember this time and reflect on this time as a big test of faith. And I feel like the first couple months, I wasn't doing so hot. And it just, ugh, it's hard to talk about. And part of me wants to just stop this take and re-record. But really, it's the way that I'm I'm struggling to get these words out. I think it's going to be the same because it's it's just not an easy topic. But it was just, it's a hard lesson that I think a lot of people are still going through. Which is what I I think makes this hard. Um, And, you know, even though I I know a whole lot of people don't listen to this, it's it's still like I'm recording this, I'm expressing myself, and sometimes expressing yourself takes that extra push, and so I'm trying to give myself this extra push right now. I've been meaning to make uh, this episode or do this reflection for a long time, but now that I've I've gotten the sign that, that tells me to go ahead, Um, (laughs) I'm just now trying to get the words out. So anyway, online mass on and off throughout the summer, throughout this fall. Um, and and especially with the way I've been working, like Sunday mornings, I just tend to sleep. Um, or I'll tell myself, oh, because it's online, like, oh my gosh, this makes me so mad at myself. But because it's online, like I'll do it later today. And then do I? No. So at some point I just got tired of this and I just, I was longing for, for truth and I was longing for God and, and I missed that, uh, using that journal, that beautiful journal that I have, uh, the every sacred Sunday. And so there was one week I was, it was two weeks ago, actually, I was just not in it. My head was like just done from work. I, it was one of those weeks I just couldn't process anything, um, I just, I I needed something big to happen in my life. I needed some kind of big shift because what I was doing, what I was, the things I was trying to do to take care of myself wasn't working because self-care is self-care, right? But that, the, that those are great ways to take care of like the bo- the body and the mind, but taking care of my spirit goes so much deeper. So I don't want anybody to get confused that my spiritual life is not a self-care activity. It's, it's my life, you know, it's everything that I hold dear to me. It's the foundation of who I am. So, wow, that was the most confident I sounded this whole podcast. Wow. (laughs) So the, uh, that Sunday morning I wake up and it's like 8am and I'm like, oh, really? I can't sleep in like, 
and I, I told, I, I mentioned this earlier in the podcast, like, my body has been, like, sleeping whenever it wants, like, it just, or, well, I say that, but it's more like I just wake up randomly in the middle of the night, and I haven't been able to get a good night's rest, um, in a, in a while, so this particular morning, I wake up at eight, I'm like, ugh, it's so early, wait a minute, why don't I just, I literally just rolled over in bed, and I put on the mask for that day, and, I'm so glad I did because uh, my my parish had a guest priest and it was just one of those homilies that spoke right to me. Really, he, he talked about broken relationships with God or at least ones that needed mending and he had asked the congregation, what are two things you can do to strengthen your relationship with God? Some may take longer to figure that out. Um, and he gave us that time, but mine, I, I knew right away. And it, it was to start going back to Mass in person. I feel like I'm ready. And then the second one is to go to confession. It's something that I've been meaning to do all year. And I, I always just feel so much better after. And they offer it um, outdoors weekly, so... I'm going to make that time to go while it's Thanksgiving break. So, yay. <laughs> and it was just it was just such an awesome homily. Um the the priest did amazing. And uh what this father had said right after too was you're going to know what those two things are because it's going to be wherever God is tugging your heart right now. And it didn't take long for me to figure that out. Um to figure out what my tugs were. So, <laughs> And then since that day, it just really helped, um, it really helped give me a new perspective as far, or well, really reawaken my old perspective. Um, everything I need to be, excuse me, everything I do needs to be for God. And really, like, my, my actions uh, should be serving as a prayer. Everything I do should be intentional and out of love. And I feel like I've been missing that in the classroom. And it was honestly one of the main reasons I became a teacher. I feel like there's a lack of God in our in our public school system. But me as a teacher, by spreading love and um, teaching them how to be kind to one another, I mean, to me, that's spreading the gospel. And I wouldn't even have to say it, you know? Like, some of these kids are never going to know um, like love at home. And so by doing my part to show them God's love within the classroom, maybe one day they'll grow up and recognize that. And if they don't, well, at least he was, I know that he was present for them in some way by delivering them to my classroom. So, (laughs) and that's like my whole little mission statement, but really like, I just, it just really reinvigorated me to to really just take on a whole nother level of love for what I do. And that's part of the reasons why I was working this, this morning, like on a Saturday, all day. Like, it just, it's just where I'm meant to be. And I'm fulfilling the purpose that God has given me. And right now my purpose are these kids. And... I just want to be my best for them. But sometimes God wants me to take a break and focus on our relationship one-on-one. And that, that.
that's something that I needed to to know and to be reminded of. So once that mass had ended online, uh, the first thing I did, because it's mid-November, or it was mid-November, uh, so I pulled up my laptop and I ordered the Every Sacred Sunday for the next liturgical year, which starts not this weekend, but the weekend after, I think. Yes, it's it's a week from now. So <laughs> I'm just, it came in, it's beautiful. Um, I'm so excited to write in it and I am going to keep up with it all year. I'm so sad. I look at my first one, my first Every Sacred Sunday, and there's a couple, you can tell which masses I, I missed. Um, and it just, it breaks my heart. It breaks God's heart, right? Um, because I was doing so good and I had like committed to doing some like, like pre-reading the, what is it? Pre-read the readings, um, in adoration beforehand. And this was right around Easter time. Oh, that was my, my Lent promise. I was going to go to adoration, but then they had closed adoration and, um, that's when it all started. But it's a new, it's, it's a new year. It's a new liturgical year. Happy Catholic New Year. Uh, if anyone is Catholic and listening, um, gosh, I just, now I can't stop smiling, and I was a mess earlier, like, I, oh, man, the power that, of, of God's love, man, it's, it, it's all too real, um, <laughs> and it just, that's what was missing, that is what was missing, and I'm just so happy and joyful to just have that back in my life, and, you know, once I had taken on that perspective that, you know, that God is with me and I'm, I'm going to do my part to strengthen our relationship again. Things started going better for me at work and, um, and it was just easier to talk to my friends and I'm just, uh, the little, I, I'm not beating myself up about the little things like I, like I was before, not to the extent that I was before. I'm still, like I said, um, I'm still kind of in that rut um, but the way I was describing it to Rhiannon earlier was that since I've had this epiphany, since I heard that amazing homily, I'm, st it, that doesn't mean that I'm not in the rut. It's just, at least I have my faith to hold on to. And the way I described it is like, I'm, I'm falling in the rut, but instead of there being nothing, all I have is my faith, which can be a pretty powerful thing. Um, <laughs> So even though it, it kind of feels like, I don't know, everything is wonky, at least, at least I'm doing my part with God and he's going to answer on his time, my prayers, but, and, and the hard part is just waiting that out, right? I didn't mean to get all heavy and emotional. Um, this is just something that's like very personal to me. And like I said, I was a mess earlier today, but calling my friend earlier had convinced me just letting this out was what I needed and and I think the way I recorded I don't think that I did anything to spread ne negativity or or to relish in that negative headspace that I was in um sometimes I just need to journal out the the positive things and and the victories but you know a lot of times we find our strength in pains right so like 
it's sometimes it's necessary for me on this podcast or in journaling or in creative expression to um, talk about the struggles in order to fully relish in those victories. Wow, that was a long and heavy one, but thank you if you listened all this way. Um, maybe you just wanted to know what was up with me, or maybe you found something that resonated with you. Either way, I hope that you enjoyed. Also, go ahead and feel free to follow Pink Space Dream on Instagram. That's all the name is, just Pink Space Dream, all one word. And I'll be starting to put my podcast episodes and the updates there. Another thing that I was thinking of, um, because episode 8, I was testing out a feature that Anchor was introducing with Spotify where they will let me pull full songs into my podcast, but the only catch is that it's only going to be available on Spotify because of like the copyright laws and stuff. So that's that's cool. Um, I want to keep the regular episodes that I do available on all platforms, so that's what I'll do for now. But I was thinking, what if I did like a mini-series where I talk about some of my playlists and I'll feature a couple of those songs on a podcast and talk about maybe that artist and how how I found them or uh, what the song means to me or where I've used the song throughout the week. I don't know. It's just kind of an idea um, just so I can play around with that feature because it looks really freaking cool. Like imagine, imagine how official I'll sound. I'll be all talking about a song and then boom, it plays. (laughs) So I don't know, just something silly I'm thinking of doing. I'll probably work on it this week uh, because it's Thanksgiving break and like I said, recording this brings me so much joy. It makes me so happy. So thank you for coming along on my self-discovery journey. I hope you all have a wonderful week ahead of you and I'll probably put out another episode in a day or two. Just leave, leave it up to me. All right. Thank you and see you in the next one. Thank you.